The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. family welcome to another episode of the minding my black business podcast and it is i dr janae taylor your host Um, and i'm excited to be with you all today today is a solo episode it's been a couple of episodes since it's just been the two of us Uh, so i'm excited to be back as you might know may is mental health awareness month so i am going to take up all of may Talking about uh, mental health specifically, though, talking about how to get into therapy. So for the past two years, I have been what feels like hounding y'all <laughs> about the idea of therapy um, in terms of it being an option, of it being a resource, of how valuable it can be for black entrepreneurs. And so... Y'all are hearing me. Y'all hear me. In fact, the question that I'm getting now is, well, if I might be interested in pursuing counseling, what are some tips about how to get started? And I'm like, you know what? That is a very great question. And so I love that question. And I've gotten it on more than one occasion. And so it tells me that we're in a different spot other than me uh hounding you I, I might not be hounding you but it feels like it sometimes <laughs> with the idea of therapy and let's talk about how to get this party started right how do we find a therapist is what we're going to be talking about today so I must say given all the restrictions we have upon us with um, coronavirus social distancing uh, wearing masks All the things that we have to do. One of the things that has been more available to us now than before is online counseling, virtual counseling. So as a result of having to have this physical distance, there are a lot of us therapists who primarily only have physical locations in which we did therapy have now transitioned to primarily only doing online or virtual counseling. So now you have in front of you more availability of the people you get to choose from than ever before. So that's a a great consequence of the state that we're in now, the times that we're in now. So it's more accessible in that way. You have a bigger pool of therapists to choose from, myself included. So prior to the beginning or mid-March, I was only doing therapy in person in my office. Now it's all all virtual. And so, you know, I'm speaking on behalf of my colleagues, but also speaking for myself. Like I find myself also in this space. So those who might have been interested in online counseling before, and maybe we would have had a good working relationship in terms of therapy. It wasn't an option, but now it is. So in addition to that, uh, insurance companies are now reimbursing us therapists um, for um, therapy, online therapy, uh, which they weren't necessarily doing to the extent they are now. And 
given your insurance plan, you might your copay might even be waived. Um, so that's happening for some insurance companies, not every single one, but that is another benefit. So now is the time. Now is the time to jump on a therapy train um, to get some services because I also feel like. In addition to what was already going on in our lives, we're now having to deal with the extra added coronavirus anxiety that we're dealing with. So this unknown trying to uh, create new steps and buildings and plans about what's going to happen for you and your business. You're not quite sure when things open up, what happens when they open up and all that jazz. Right. So let me get back to my point. So now is a good time. Now is a good time. So where where do you start? There are a few things that might be really helpful for you when you think about looking for a therapist. The first is have some idea about what it is you want to talk about, right? So you might just be feeling something, but it would be helpful to have an idea as to what it is you want to focus on. So it could be that you want to um, get some relief from increased stress and worry that you're experiencing. Maybe you're having some issues with anxiety. Maybe there's some symptoms going on and you don't really know what that is. So you're finding yourself um, isolating from your your friends. So of course you're physically isolated, but not socially. You don't, you're not responding to calls or text or, or, or video calls. Um, you are finding that you, you you don't have an appetite, so you're not eating. Or to the other extent, you are eating way more than you have ever. Um, you find yourself, your increased use of substances um, is happening more and more. Um, it might even be impacting your ability to be um, engaged in your household or to get work done. Um, maybe your relationships... There's some things that are happening that are creating some strain on your relationships. Maybe you're learning some things in your relationships and that's creating some strain. Um, Maybe you're dealing with some grief, some loss. There's the adjustment of all of this, right? So there might even be parenting concerns. Um, The now the new multiple roles that you're having to do um, 24 hours a day as it relates to being responsible for your children's um, academics, carrying out your your work from home. Maybe now everybody's working from home and that's creating some chaos. Um, The list could be long, right? So I could could probably be listing out things for the next 20 minutes. I'm not going to do that. But it's going to be really helpful to be able to identify what's actually happening for me that's making me say out oh, it's time. So so think about that. And that's going to be helpful because the, this is the information you need in your search. So that's one part. The second part is to think about your preference that you might have and the person you want to work with. So you do get to have some say so over that, right? And you should with every treating professional that you have. So not just your therapist, but also think about your medical doctor and thinking about your dentist and thinking about whomever. You get to have a preference over who you want to work with. And the same is true for seeking therapy. So does gender matter to you in terms of working with... um, a male therapist uh, working for, uh, you know, a cisgender male, a cisgender female. Um, do those things matter to you? Um, if they do, uh, you know, being aware of that in your search. 
Um, do you want to uh, work with a black therapist? As a black entrepreneur, is it helpful for you to sit across from another black person? Um, do they also need to be uh, a black entrepreneur as well? Does that matter? What about the age of that person? Do you want this person to be around the same age range as you? Um, do you want them to be younger than you? Would it matter if they're older than you? Thinking about age, does that matter? Um, there are also pieces around. For some people, it matters in terms of the type of schooling this person has. So does this person have a master's degree? Do they have a doctorate? Um, in which way are they licensed? Are they a licensed professional counselor, um, a licensed marriage and family therapist, um, a licensed clinical social worker, uh, a licensed psychologist? So for some folks, that matters. Um, for other people, not as much. Now, I can tell you in my office suite, uh, we have... So there are several of us in the office, but we're all individual practices and so we have the gamut in terms of how we were trained um you know I have a background in trained in counseling psychology but I'm licensed as a licensed professional counselor um and then one of my other colleagues is licensed as a marriage and family therapist another one's a licensed clinical social worker we all do the same work um you know we have different areas of expertise but the work that we do is 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 quite similar so think about those things in terms of the person that's sitting across from you. Um, and at one point, it mattered in terms of like where they were physically located. Um, so that could be another thing. Like there might be a point when we are back to working in the office that, you know, there might be moments when you want to go sit in their office. You don't have to worry about that just yet. So because you are also now looking at some working with someone virtually, you do, thinking of location, you don't have to be restricted um, in terms of that physical location. As long as they are licensed in the state in which you are in, then you're good to go. So I am licensed in both Virginia and Georgia. And so I can, in theory, work with any client who is physically in Georgia and physically in the state of Virginia. Right? That's how that works. So the same would hold true for you and when you're doing your search. So thinking about where you are, you are now, you can now stretch your search to anybody within the state. So thinking about maybe the metropolitan areas in your state, you can uh, widen your search when you look for a therapist. Okay, so I have thought about what I want to talk about. I have given some consideration to maybe what I want my therapist to look like. It matters a little bit, but maybe not a whole lot. And so where do I really go to do my search? Well, you go online, right? That's one option. Actually, the, uh, the first option could be um, that you go to your insurance company. So you can go to their, they usually have a directory or a number that you can call. And they would provide you with a list of names. Like these are the people under our plan. Um, these are the people that we would cover. So you can use your insurance and these sets of folks um, would work just fine. That's one option. The second option, if you don't want to do that, is you could do your own search. So for some folks, that means they go to directories. So such as um, like psychologytoday.com is a directory. Um, therapy for black girls dot com is a directory. 
There's also like a therapy for black men. Um, oh, there are like five or six uh, the- uh, directories when it comes to uh, looking for uh, therapists for persons of color, right? So black and brown folks. But you also could just do a general Google search. <laughs> um, you could do a general Google search for black therapists in Virginia Beach. This is, you know, I happen to be in Virginia Beach. Um, you will also populate some too. So Psychology Today tends to be a fairly big one that a lot of my colleagues are on. Um, I also am on that. And so what happens when you go to one like that is you get to put in all these filters around, you know, working with someone in a particular geographic location. So whether that's Virginia Beach or Richmond, Virginia or wherever. Um, And there is a a way that you can identify this is someone who provides online counseling. There's like a little highlighted space there you'll see. You also get to see the, the types of concerns that they work with, types of presenting issues that they work with. And then you get to see uh, the populations they work with. So some people do family therapy. Some people do couples therapy. Some people only work with individuals. Some people work only with children. Some people see uh, clients across the age range. Um, That's going to be really important depending on what you're you're wanting to do. Um, So those are things that, that are important to pay attention to. The other piece, so, you know, you're doing all this work on your own. Um, another piece that would be really helpful, another tip, is if you know somebody that you trust, who talked to, who's had their own, who's been really open about participating in therapy, that's, you know, referrals happen. Um, I have gotten um, referrals all the time from people who have said, you know, I've get, I I took a card, took your card out of the waiting room to give to my mom or to give to my best friend um, or to give to my partner um, or to give to my coworker. So those things happen. So if you know somebody who's participating in therapy, they might have some suggestions on people that they've worked with. Um, so that's an, another option for you as well. You might even know therapists in your area and Now, you might not be able to work with them because you might have a previous relationship with them, but they could certainly refer you to other people that they know. And so now that they have a context of you and maybe even what you're looking for, they can provide you with a a short list of names of folks. So you can do your own search. I want to review. You can do your own search online and whether that's a Google search uh, directory search. So a psychology today or therapy for black girls or something like that. Um, You also could ask someone if you know that they are participating in therapy. Um, Another option is these podcasts, right? So you have mental mental health podcasts, such as this one, um, that bring therapists on. So we've had therapists on, and our last therapist was Melissa, um, who talked to us about online counseling. So here you also get an opportunity to actually hear from therapists themselves about how they do their work. You get to hear about how they think. And we've had several therapists on this podcast. So, you know, you can check our previous episodes. These might be people who you might be interested in working with. Um, and then the other is to get a referral from a therapist themselves. So um, that works. If you happen to know a therapist, you can, you know, 
connect with them and see if they can provide you with um, some recommendations of folks they would suggest. Oftentimes when you go to uh, people's websites, so say you've done all those things, you have found a list of folks and now you're looking at their websites. How do I determine that this is somebody that I want to contact? Because that's step two. So you found the names and now what do I do? I would always suggest when you go to these directories, they do have a write-up. There's a a write-up that we have to uh, input that talks about how we do our work, talks about the types of clients we see, just really like a a personal letter, (laughs) for lack of a better phrase, from the therapist to you as the potential client about our work um, and our business. So... But it also sometimes gives you a way to to go to that person's website. I would always suggest checking out the therapist's website. That's really important to me uh, because I spend a great deal of time making sure that my website, my private practice website is most accurate around the work that I do and what I want to communicate to current clients and potential clients. Make sure you check out that website and read it. And I say read it because there are times when the therapist has written something. There should be a lot of times in which the therapist has written something that makes it really clear about the type of work that they do. And if you feel like you might be able to connect with this person. So some things that I've put on my website is to make it really clear that my services are exclusively for the black community. Why that's important to me. How I do my work the type of agencies that I've worked in before, you know, just kind of listing my qualifications, but without it being stale, you really kind of get to hear it from my voice. Um, And other websites should look the same. There is a clear listing of my prices. There's a clear listing of my services. I provide supervision to those who are looking for supervision. Um, You know, they're, they're hoping to be a licensed therapist. I provide supervision that explains that. So I spent a lot of time in making sure those things are clear and updated. Um, So even when I had to make the transition to or chose to make the transition to go into online counseling, that was one of the things that I made sure I added. I needed to make sure it was clear that services now are exclusively um, online versus, you know, the in-person location. So read through the website. See if those things uh, make sense to you. See if... um, this seems like somebody you would want to connect with further. There also should be also should be another way to connect. So usually there is a contact us form on the website or there's a number posted or an email address posted. Sometimes all three are posted on the website, which is really good because now you know that this is somebody who's interested in um, people connecting with them. Sometimes therapists will also have social media sites. So they'll have a Facebook page. They'll have a Twitter account. They'll have a a LinkedIn page. They'll have an Instagram account. And those accounts are usually uh, connected to the websites as well. Now, for me, I check those out. I check to see how recent these uh, the therapists um, have been posting to those sites. so to me, that means that they are, that's something important to them, that, that their message to their audience, to their potential audience, is something that's pretty up to date. Um, and that's an important part for me. It might not be for you, but that's something that, that you also could check into. 
it's another way you get to see the flavor of the therapist, their personality, how they work, the things that are important to them, and the things that they want to convey to the the larger public. So after you've done all those things, now it's time to do the work of making a connection. I would suggest in this day and age, you can you can do it in the way that feels most comfortable to you. Sometimes for me, when I'm having to contact somebody that feels like a cold contact, I'll send them an email because it gives me an opportunity, you know, the introvert in me to really think about what it is I want to say, to edit it. You know, I can come back to it until I feel like it's it's correct. But also don't spend too much time because uh, you can spend so much time that you don't make any action. But uh, for me, email works best. And there's usually a way to email that to someone through their website. Um, or even their social media pages, you can sometimes find their contact information too. Um, so that's another way. I just thought about that. So I talked about their social media pages being connected to their website. But you also could find therapists through social media. So hashtags are a way in which you can get connected with folks. So you could do a hashtag. Um, so in my area, the area code is 757. So 757 therapist, um, like on Instagram, you should be able to pull up a listing of folks. Or Virginia Beach therapist, um, you should be able to pull up a listing of folks. The same for where, wherever you are. Uh, searching through social media, doing a search for therapists, you might be able to find uh, some options there as well. So I hope those things are really helpful to you all. I'm, this is a conversation that is just starting. I'm going to continue to have this conversation um, throughout the month. So today we're talking about how to find a therapist now that you have, you know, you've been really curious about it and you want to get the process started. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about how to finance it, how to pay for therapy. There are some options out there that you might be well aware of and some that you might not. Um, So be on the lookout for that. And yeah, I really think this is the time uh, with things being so easy and accessible for us to make it happen. So I wish you luck on your on your therapist uh, seeking journey. And if you have any questions about that, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I have my email listed below in the show notes. Um, my website, you can always reach out to me on social media if you have any questions. And I'd be happy to assist um, in the best way I can. family one quick thing before we wrap up this episode is i need to talk to you about our new partnership with betterhelp.com so betterhelp is an online counseling platform and their mission is to make professional counseling accessible affordable and convenient and you know that is what we are here to do is to get more black entrepreneurs connected to therapy So if you want to start, then all you need to do is complete a brief questionnaire that helps them provide to you appropriate referrals for a therapist, so licensed mental health professionals. You might be really curious about the pricing where there is a monthly uh, subscription that you would pay versus paying per session that you might typically do in a therapy situation. But with this subscription, you get unlimited messaging. So that's by email or by text, as well as one session per week. So that's either by phone or video with your therapist. There are some financial aid options for those of us who might need it and you qualify for financial aid based on your income. So I have been provided with a personalized code that will allow you to get a 20% discount on these services. So if you want to learn more, if you want to even sign up, um, you can visit the personalized link, which is betterhelp.com 
backslash Dr. Janae. So I will include this link in the show notes so that you can get your 20% discount and get connected to therapy. All right, y'all. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, family. We appreciate you listening. We need you to do us a favor. We need you to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, join us in following the movement on our website at mindingmyblackbusiness.com. There you can find uh, Minding My Black Business merchandise, and you can also find our digital academy. Now, our academy is the place where we are looking to expand our resources, particularly emotional wellness resources for black entrepreneurs. And we already have worksheets there. We have more resources to come. You can follow us on our social media platforms. On Twitter, we are Minding My Black Biz. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. And on Facebook, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. So peace and blessings to us all. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, don't forget to tell them, I'm minding my black business.